your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, we've talked about rising prices for just about everything at this stage, but it is a reality for pretty much all of us. And second-hand cars are in short supply at the minute, and increasing prices are making buying one even harder. Hugh Sheehy from Cavanaugh's of Charleville is with me to explain a little bit more. How are you, Hugh? Good morning, Joe. So, why, where are the prices going up? Why are the prices going up of second hands? I mean, I've heard amazing stories. Uh, in one case, I heard a story of a car that I think might cost something like twenty three, twenty four thousand when it was bought, and the second hand price for it is still about twenty two grand. It's extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. We've we've all heard these stories now from friends, neighbours, people that said they, they they bought a car two years ago. They went back into their dealer uh, recently and they got as much or sometimes more than what they paid two years ago. So we've all heard the story. It's true. It's it's happening. It's out there. Um, the prices have been strong on used cars for, I would say, the best part of a year and a half now. Um, a number of factors come into play. Uh, you asked for wh- why this is so. Look, the main reason is supply and demand. The supply was hugely curtailed when... Um, UK exited um, the European Union. That's that's the primary reason. Uh, then on top of that, the whole issue that followed on after COVID with the production of cars, of new cars, that is, uh, and the supply of new cars, if you don't sell the new unit, you don't trade in the used unit. When the new units started to slow up um, due to the production issues with semiconductors over the last 18 months, the used units weren't traded in. That also impacted on the used car market. And that and the other issues surrounding, let's say, the the cost of fuel, etc., etc., all of these things feed into a perfect storm whereby the prices have remained high and, yeah, probably will for the foreseeable future. Is it true, Hugh, that car manufacturers are diverting more of the new cars that would generally come to Ireland to the UK market because it makes more financial sense for them right now? Yes, there is a suggestion of that, Joe. Uh, again, we, we don't have anything to base this on other than what we see ourselves, but there, the, the supply to Ireland was hugely curtailed over the last uh, six to eight months of this year. Um, you, you can only speculate, did some of the bigger countries at the at the table get, get the supply ahead of Ireland? Possibly so. That is that is possible. Uh, the only the, the good thing to shed on this is it's starting to, to look like it's coming around. The, the, there is a bit of light at the end of the tunnel and the supply issues, we, we, we feel on our side anyway, will start to resolve towards the end of this year and quarter one of next year should, should see a huge improvement. And generally speaking, we're talking to Hugh Shee from Cabinets of Charleville. Is a second-hand car after three or four years holding up to 80, 85% of its original price? Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it is. Um, now, the converse to that, uh, Joe, is that the person, when they trade that car, they've got to, got to go and buy another car. And that car may be a new car, for instance, or, or a newer car. And uh, we would like to have thought if the issues that have sort of plagued the industry over the last two or three years, the supply issues, COVID, Brexit, all of these, and the energy crisis and the cost of living crisis. If these weren't all there, in a perfect world, I think the supply of new cars that was coming on stream, 
the prices then would have been a lot more competitive. You'd have seen improvements in the production of electric cars, uh, economies of scale, improvements in the technology. That would, have, that would have helped prices to come down a bit and become a bit more attainable for the average middle-class family. They have been, those expected anticipated price improvements, they, they haven't come, come on stream as quickly as you would have expected because of all of these issues. Is there any difference between your smaller runabout and your larger car? Um, in, in terms of the price? Mm. Um, no, but, but both would be equally in demand. I think if there is a softening in the market in used cars, it's probably at the higher end, at the more premium end. Mid-range cars, the likes of the, the, the Focus, the Golf, the Toyota Corolla, these cars, they, they are all still fairly robust in price and, and holding up fairly well. How long does it take now from when you walk into a dealer looking for a new car for it to be delivered and you to be in it? Yeah, that all depends on the manufacturer. I would say some of the, let's say, Asian-based manufacturers, they didn't experience as much supply issues because they actually owned a lot of the semiconductor plants that they were relying on for components. So some of them didn't experience as much of a problem. With other manufacturers, you would probably have to well, yeah, you'd have to probably order now to guarantee January delivery, um, but I would say there won't be any issue in that with a lot of the manufacturers now. So you're probably looking at a, a two- or three-month lead time for the car of your choice. You, you might still be able to walk in and purchase out of stock, but you might not get the colour you want or the, en- the correct engine size, etc., etc. Mm. Did you find that PCP deals, that the people were coming back at the natural end of those terms and they had to extend the PCP on the first car because the second one hadn't arrived? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, that would, that, 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 again, now the customer has the choice to do this as well, so it's not a situation they were forced into to do it, but yes, uh, in, in, some, in some situations they decided to extend the car because they couldn't get the car they wanted, and in that situation the dealer would come up with an, a suitable arrangement for them and they could move on uh, when, when the new car came into stock. So, yeah, that did happen in, in some situations. Right, I'd say you're going to have a good laugh at this question now. Mm. Can you buy a second-hand car for a couple of grand now? Probably not one that you could economically run or that is going to pass the NCT and all of those things that, that people look for these days. So, yeah, it's probably out there to run around. Yeah, for the people starting off as well, we have to bear, bear some uh, cognizance of the challenge that faces young people with insurance, etc., etc., etc. So even people like us, Joe, we think the market is, is at an unsustainable level at the moment in terms of used car prices. We'd like to see a larger supply come back into the market uh, used car prices softening, make used car prices more affordable for people, and then we would hopefully then see an improvement in new car prices as well over the next year or two as production starts to come back into, on stream. Because it was my sense of it from talking to dealers was that they were hopeful that the second half of this year, you know, largely post-COVID uh, and also because of what the reg looks like you know the 22-2 was going to be a really strong six months of recovery and it suggests that it was more stuttering than that yeah well i i just got uh, an simi press statement this morning august sales on new cars were up 30 percent but really that was probably the july car sales that didn't arrive in july and that arrived in august so it's it's playing catch up now and it's not just just catch up let's say for the last few months but if you if you think about it joe a uh, covid sort of wiped out 20 and 21 and then the whole supply issue wiped out 22 
So the government are probably three years behind where they expect to be on the whole electric plan. And I know you were talking to me about this the last time we spoke. That was a 2030 target. Well, there's three years just lost there in the blink of an eye, uh, which means that all of the subsequent targets will be delayed a little bit in the future. And, and one of the things they were doing was, you know, they had looked at uh, benefiting kind for company cars and, and that was running, I think, at 0% or something for the last couple of years. Do you think in this budget they might extend or incentivize further because they're behind on the electric car plan? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a possibility. Uh, they're going to have to seriously look at it because they are behind. They're now three years behind where they should be. The SIMI are calling for the government for, for no taxation increases due to the fragile customer confidence. And they, they, they ex- expected normal demand. The SIMI said expected normal demand will help, will help the whole government revenues in, in itself without having to increase any, any taxes or excise duties on cars. So... I think they need to let the, the market start to find its feet again, to come back. And we also need to see, Joe, in the future, some supply of EVs, electric vehicles, into the used car market. At, at the moment, it's just a new car concept. But at some point in time, we need to start being well, able to sell these to you to, well, as used cars. Because obviously, I mean, new diesel cars will be banned from 2030 under the current rules. Mm-hmm. So that, that's a factor too. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, because in ways you'd be like you'd certainly be questioning right now if you were buying a new car certainly from 23 onwards you'd be going if I'm buying a new car and I want to be five years and by 2028 and it's two years like you'd probably be thinking to yourself do I want to go diesel well at this stage now there is a a definite uh, let's say uh, uh, protocol in place whereby people are transitioning from diesel Uh, at some point let's say a number of years ago that was 75% of the market they they transitioned to petrol in the last number of years. There was one litre uh, petrol cars produced, which were turbo-boosted cars, still as powerful as the old diesel car, but also uh, more economic in terms of emissions and efficiency. They are now Those people that are in petrol cars are going to transition to mild hybrid, and then th- that's the most common vehicle at the moment, the mild hybrid vehicle, and then the next phase is plug-in hybrid vehicle, before going to fully electric. So really, yes, if somebody came to us tomorrow and wanted to buy a diesel car for the new year, no, they're not going to get one. And in used cars, you'll still continue to see diesel and petrol in high percentages in used cars. But over time, the SIMI would like to see electric vehicle component starting to increase in the used car sales also. Yes, and somebody just asked us to clarify there, it will be a ban on the buying of new diesel cars from 2030. Obviously, yes, of course. Diesel, you can, you can Absolutely, drive, drive it for as long as possible. And finally yeah. and briefly then, despite all this turbulence, it sounds like you're suggesting that 2023 could be a reasonably good year for the car business. Yeah, we can loosen our collars a little bit. It will be a good year next year. There will be uh, a restoration of supply and customers will have choice again, which is great. They might still benefit from getting good uh, trade-in values for their used cars. Great. We hope that continues for a while longer and hopefully we see a little softening in new car prices and more electric coming on stream. All right. Great to chat to you as always. Thanks so much for your expertise. That is Hugh Sheehy there from Cavanaugh's of Charleville. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.